Hey there, John from FatStacksBlog.com, here today to talk about AdSense or display ads versus affiliate marketing, which you should use to monetize your niche site. Before we jump into the analysis, this presentation is brought to you by Ezoic. They are a high-earning display ad network using machine learning. Basically, what you do is you load up a ton of different ad placeholders, and Ezoic will fire different configurations on your site, resulting in the highest ad revenue. I use Ezoic on most of my niche sites. It out-earns AdSense considerably. So if you use display ads, check out Ezoic today. When I got started online with niche sites, I listened to the wrong advice. And, and here's how it works, right? Most people who are talking about blogging and how to blog, too often their only site is the very blog that they're talking about how to blog. Now, the whole how to blog and how to do affiliate marketing niche is really what I call a B2B or business to business type of site. They're talking to aspiring business owners to uh, entrepreneurs. So it's really talking to a business crowd. And what that means is, is of course, affiliate marketing is going to be more lucrative. I can tell you, you know, I don't put display ads like AdSense on Fatstacks blog. It, they don't earn very much, but I do do affiliate marketing. I can tell you it, it does pretty well. And it's the same with pretty much most B2B sites that the better play is affiliate marketing. Okay. But here's the thing. Affiliate marketing is not your best option for every niche, and that's what I want to talk about today, and we'll do a, a breakdown comparison. So when you read this advice, and, and, and it took me a number of years to realize that, yeah, affiliate marketing is great in a lot of niches, even B2C, basically business, you know, your your blogs for a general public consumers, lifestyle, and that. Affiliate marketing has its place, but I learned, actually by accident, that display ads can earn far, far more. So let's jump into it. My results from March 2020 breaks down like this. The ad revenue was $36,680 and the affiliate marketing revenue was 8868 Now this does not include FATSEX revenue. This is just my niche sites. So that breaks down in percentage-wise, adds 81% of total revenue, and affiliate marketing was 19% of total revenue. Now, to be fair, I do focus more on publishing content that's geared toward earning from display ads. So this, you know, it's not like I'm this is accidental and I'm publishing reams and reams of content to promote affiliate and it just happens to earn more with display ads. I, I intend to earn more with display ads. That's that's the whole that's the whole strategy behind this. So let's break it down into different aspects or features of each, pros and cons, I guess you could call them. So when we're looking at ads versus affiliate marketing, obviously the number, well, a considerable thing to think about is your revenue per thousand visitors, all right? So I'm gonna tell you right off the bat, generally speaking, depending on the piece of content, your revenue per thousand visitors will be lower with ads than affiliate marketing. But let me qualify it with this. It's only going to be higher with affiliate marketing if you are publishing buyer intent content. You can put all the affiliate links in some, gen like a, a funny article or a listicle 
or just something that's purely informational that you want, they're not going to convert. You're not even going to get clicks. This is not going to pay. Okay. So affiliate marketing is only more lucrative when you have really tight alignment between the search intent or the visitor, what they're seeking and the information you provide and the solution that you offer, which is the product that you're promoting as an affiliate. So an example of buyer intent kind of would be some sort of product review. Somebody, your visitors are searching for reviews and opinions about a particular product. That means they're very far along in the purchase process and they're keenly interested in that particular product. And if they come to your site and you wrote a review and they like what you say about it and you'll link to it, chances are they're going to click the link and you have a pretty good chance that they might buy it, which is going to get you more commissions. So a review article with an affiliate program attached to it is going to out earn ads on that page almost every day of the week. Okay. But that brings us to our next point here in this comparison. And that's what I call content freedom. All right. With affiliate marketing, if you're going to just do affiliate marketing, all of your content, if you want it to all earn well, and it can, it needs to be focused on buyer intent topics. All right, you can do a lot of reviews, you can do a lot of product comparisons, you're going to do buyer guides and all this stuff. It's going to be product centric. It may be you may cover an entire product line, you may cover a particular brand, you may you may cover one particular product only. But at the end of the day, most of your content, if you want it to earn money, is going to be product centric. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. In my experience, it's boring. It's hard to hire good writers to cover this. Now, I actually do publish a new site that's product-centric. It hasn't really, well, it's starting to grow a little bit now, put a ton into it. I'm not even sure how the affiliate stuff's gonna work. I haven't put too many links on there. I'll, I'll get back and do that down the road. But the point is, is when you hire writers to write this stuff, you got to get the products into their into their hands so they can properly review it and cover it and learn about it and, and test it and so forth. Okay, which means if you're doing physical product lines, you got to somehow they're going to have to get those products. So they may have to buy it. So it does get expensive. And I've done this on a, on a number of product lines and it's expensive, but it can pay off very, very well. But it's a lot of work. And the, writing the content is very, very boring. I mean, how, how many times do you want to write reviews of products? It's not a whole lot of fun. And they're a lot more time consuming than you think, especially if you do more complex products where you got to use them and test them or you can spend a half day doing that especially if you're doing comparisons and so forth so it's not as easy as it, as it appears but if you rank for a, a solid product line with your site and it becomes the authority within that product line in the industry you can earn very 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 good money but you don't have the content freedom to monetize like you do with ads and that's what i love about ads because my, I can write about pretty much any topic I want within the niche and I can monetize it because the ads are going to do the monetizing lifting. And I love that because it just makes for a much more interesting website in the, in the big picture. And outsourcing the content is a lot easier. I don't have to get products into people's hands. I don't have to have them sign up for demos or or free trials of software if they're reviewing software and all of that, although that actually works pretty well. So I, I shouldn't be knocking that. Software is one exception where outsourcing reviews works pretty well because they can easily get access. But that aside, there's still a lot of work and often writers will want 
a bit more money for write-ups like that because of the time they spend actually using the product, okay? But content freedom is being able to write listicles and how-tos and general information and about and all different articles that you want that aren't going to successfully sell anything, but they provide information and that visitors are looking for and they're going to appreciate on your site. The next thing to consider is a recurring. Now, this is obviously not a, a make or break, and, and arguably display ads can be recurring. If you rank for certain keywords, you're going to get recurring traffic daily. It's going to come and going to monetize. But what I really mean by, by recurring, and really this is only available in the affiliate marketing sphere, and it can be very, very good, I know from personal experience, especially with promoting software products with a monthly subscription attached to it. If you build up a lot of referrals and they stay with you using that software over the years, you can build up a very nice recurring revenue stream from that. And uh, I, I do do that with one particular product and it's worked out very well for me over the years. So affiliate marketing wins in that code category generally. But for the most part, most people are probably promoting more physical products and you're not going to get a recurring aspect with that. So it really is only going to depend on the product line or the particular product you promote. Now let's talk about risks because risks are important. Okay, there are there are risks for both. There are risks with using display ads or risks for for affiliate marketing. And in April, well, in 2017 and then again in in April 2020, affiliate marketers, especially those who promote Amazon extensively, have first-hand knowledge of a big risk, and that is Amazon cut their commissions down considerably. And so you build up this big site, and you are relying on Amazon to pay out a certain percentage of all your promotions and sales and all that, and then they cut the commissions by half or more. That seriously impacts your revenue, and that is a huge risk with affiliate marketing. And I've suffered that not just with Amazon. I do promote Amazon to the tune of a couple thousand bucks a month. And so I'm going to feel that. It's going to cost me. Fortunately, it's not going to cost me a lion's share of my revenue, but it is going to cost me. But I have I have experienced it two times with other merchants. In fact, one merchant went broke and went into bankruptcy. It was bought out by another company and they refused to honor any commissions owing and they basically decimated the affiliate program. So I lost out big time on that. I was doing about 3000 a month with that particular product. So that, that was not pleasant. And even a bigger problem is actually the recurring product, uh, software product that I've promoted for years, and I continue to do so. I had uh, advanced to, it was a tiered structure, so I had advanced to the highest uh, commission tier of 35%, and then all of a sudden they decided to just chop chop my commission down to 20%. I almost lost 50% of that recurring income stream. Now, 20% is still actually quite a good commission in the in the uh, subscription software, cloud software industry. So I actually kind of understood. I didn't like it. I can tell you I wasn't happy about it, but it is an industry norm of 20%, so I couldn't complain too much. So I continue promoting them. They're a great product and so forth. So these are big risks with affiliate marketing. If you are going to go into affiliate marketing, avoid, if you can, to be 100% dependent on promoting one particular product or merchant because if they if they reduce or end their program, that leaves you high and dry. So diversify with f different promotions, okay? That it's, you know, if you're 100% reliant on Amazon until as of April 21, 2020, well, you just took a big hit, okay? So that, that's a big problem. But that's not to say that display ads don't have, pro don't have risks, okay? You can get kicked out of Google Ads or AdSense for a, a number of various violations. Get familiar with their terms of service. Once you're out, your potential with 
display ads is hurt considerably. If you cannot have Google ads on your site, it's going to cost, it's going to hurt. And that is the biggest risk. That is a huge risk. It's fortunately hasn't happened to me, and, but it does happen and it's happened to a lot of people and it's a problem. So that is a big risk. Now, a big risk for both of, of these approaches to monetization, of course, your traffic sources. You are reliant on traffic and for the most part, most affiliate marketers and most display ad uh, publishers are dependent on Google search and Google changes its algorithms and sites lose or gain traffic. And if you lose a lot of traffic, it's going to be impact. It's a big risk. The next comparison I want to talk about is link building. And this is, this is one of these things I don't think a lot of people think about or talk about. At the end of the day, you need links to your site if you're going to rank. There's a number of ways you can go about it. You can Google how to build links and you are going to discover many, many blogs talk about it. Okay. Now, when it comes to affiliate marketing, if, if most of what you published is buyer intent content, I can tell you this, other sites are not going to link to you on their own volition. You're going to have to build links. You're going to have to go get guest posts and so on. And even then it's a bit harder because some sites, they'll accept guest posts, but they may not be keen to actually link to a review. Let's face it, a product review is a blatant commercial promotional piece of content. And some sites, even if you provide them a great guest post, may not link to it. Okay, so affiliate marketing, getting links to your buyer intent content, it's harder to build links. You're not going to track them and building them can be difficult. And besides building links is boring, it's expensive, it's time consuming, it's just one of those things I don't really care to do. What I prefer to do is publish content that attracts links. And in order to do that, that's content that is not going to be affiliate promotion content. It's going to be general informational content. It's going to be, it's going to be content that another web uh, publisher or blogger is going to be like, oh, that, that's actually really interesting. There's good information there I didn't know elsewhere. That's a good additional resource for my readers. Or they source the content or whatever. Maybe there's a table in the content or there's some facts that I, I was able to publish or, or, or manage to collect through surveys or polls and all this stuff. You put the stuff in the content, other publishers will link to you over time and you track links without having to build them. So it's a big advantage to go abroad with, you know, content freedom and publish on all different types of content, do a bang up job with the content to attract those links. The last comparison is email marketing, which can be huge in the right niches. I can tell you from experience, I am in niches where email marketing does not work and I am in niches where email marketing works like gangbusters. So uh, typically you cannot put, not typically, you cannot put Google ads in email newsletters. Don't do it. Okay. But same with affiliate marketing, you cannot promote and put a Amazon affiliate links in email newsletters. So they both have those strikes, but you can promote a lot of other affiliate products and companies and merchants with links and emails, and that can be very, very lucrative with the right niche. Uh, however, also with ads, there are some ad networks that do offer display ads for email newsletters that will monetize those email newsletters. But generally speaking, if you have good alignment with an audience, your email is going to make far, far more money with the affiliate links than with uh, email marketing display ads. Now, of course, there are exceptions. All right, clearly you get the hunt, the sense that I prefer display ads for monetizing my sites. That's been my MO. It was something that just kind of happened. I was uh, 
doing affiliate marketing pretty much 100%. I had a site, was getting traffic. I decided to throw up some display ads. I started earning pretty good money. It was off to the races. I haven't looked back, okay? But there are exceptions, okay? First off, B2B sites. If your site serves a business community, whether it's a particular industry, a global industry, whether it's a local type brick and mortar industry, whether it's an online industry like FastX talks, you know, the audience or people who are looking to start and build a blog okay generally speaking affiliate marketing is going to outperform display ads considerably okay you don't see display ads on fatsacksblog.com but there are affiliate links and that's because they perform better other exceptions would be lead gen sites there are some really big big sites out there that do lead generation, maybe for uh, college universities or other industries. I'm not really into lead gen so much, but so I don't know all, I don't know the industry all that well, but there are uh, some opportunities in some niches and it can be so lucrative that putting display ads on the site would be, would be a silly thing to do. And so I'm sure there are people watching this who are into lead gen and, and they're they're like, yeah, I would never put ads on the site because the lead gen is so great. And then there's something related, which would be cost per action type sites, which which is very essentially lead gen. But you're you're promoting things that people don't actually have to buy. They just have to do something, right? Like fill out a form, like a credit card application or fill out an application for something else. These are you're generating leads for uh, various companies and they're going to pay for those. And, and, and those are great promotions because people don't actually have to pay or buy anything for you to earn. Uh, and in some cases, a very, very, very good commission. And these sites can clean up, but they are very, very competitive. Because, well, obviously because there's so much money in it and it's fairly easy to promote the conversions are high. So that's, that's, that's the strike there. Anyways, there are of course exceptions to where affiliate marketing is clearly the best approach for a particular site. It's always going to depend on the niche and i'm sure there are others out there i'm sure some people are watching this be like oh this is my niche i would never put ads on my site i i agree but i'm talking generally and this this video and presentation is geared really toward letting people know that hey display ads might be actually a very very good option for your site now can you do both yes of course in fact a lot of big sites do both and they do both very very effectively i do both you saw the numbers i still on my new sites earn almost nine thousand in march from affiliate promotions and when there is a buyer intent piece of content that i do publish yes i put i put affiliate links on there in fact and some non-buyer intent stuff i'll put affiliate links on there i like using embedding amazon images in my content not because i think they're going to earn money but because i actually like it as a piece of content to illustrate something it's an image and some people do click on it and some people will buy. So yes, I at the end of the day, none of us are forced to choose one or the other unless you've been kicked out of Google Ads. So if you can and are inclined, plan out for both. And it works really well because you can use your, your informational high quality content that other webmasters would link to to grow your domain authority. You use that authority to leverage being able to rank for more buyer intent content and you can get the best of both worlds. But at the end of the day, when I think about long-term strategy and, and topic planning and so forth with my niche sites, I'm, at the heart, I'm a display ad person. If forced, I would go with display ads and forsake affiliate marketing. That's just me. I like the flexibility. For me, at, by far, content freedom is a game changer for me. I like that. I like being able to come up with fun topics that I think people are going to like. 
and I can monetize it with display ads. But that's that's just me. If you really like the idea of really trying to rank for competitive buyer intent keywords and that, that gives you a thrill and, and that's fun for you, then by all means, of course, focus on affiliate marketing. Thanks for listening.